You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're listening to episode 66 of the Blended Family Podcast. I hope you're doing well. I posted something on Facebook last week saying I was going to do a Periscope, and I really had every intention, but our best friends got married at our house on Valentine's weekend, and we were very busy trying to get everything ready for them between that and also trying to plan our own wedding, plus my job and the podcast. I seem like I run out of time every day, but I will definitely be doing it within the next couple of weeks, as soon as I can. So if you don't know what Periscope is, I've been talking about it. It's a live broadcast. So you will see me and Sean in a video right from the app live. Now, if you follow me on the app, you'll get a notification right away when we do go live. But you can also go back within 24 hours to catch it if you can't watch it right away, which is likely since you're all so busy with your blended families. Anyway, check it out. And you can find us on Periscope at One Blended Family, and that's the number one, not the word. Okay. Also, I haven't mentioned in a while that I have car decals with the blended logo available in teal and pink, and they are free. So if you want one, just email me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com with the color you want and your address, and I will be happy to mail it to you. I just sent one off to Shannon here in Florida, so just let me know if you want one of those. And last, before we get started on today's topic, I'm getting your questions together for an upcoming show. I did one of those a while back, and now I'm going to do it again. So if you have any questions you'd like me to read on the show, email them to me, and let me know if you'd like your name mentioned or not. I understand privacy is an issue for many of you, and I totally respect that, but your question could help someone else who is maybe going through something similar to you. So I can keep you anonymous, but definitely go ahead and send me your questions. Okay, so today I want to talk about balancing business and a blended family. We all know that it's important to learn how to balance business and family life, but for us blended families, it's even more important We have a more chaotic schedule, and if we don't learn how to balance everything, we end up miserable and exhausted, and we can deplete ourselves, and oftentimes end up not being able to be our best self at either one. Now, entrepreneurs are going to have a little bit of a harder time with balance because they are more in charge of making their own schedule, and oftentimes are putting in way more hours than a regular full-time job. But that doesn't mean that entrepreneurs are the only ones who struggle. Everyone can benefit from learning how to not just balance, but learn how to blend both business and family life to make life more manageable for everyone. Bottom line is, we can't get this time back. That's a fact. We don't want life to pass us by, and one day we regret not having had the right balance We might regret spending too much time on business and not enough on family. 
And you can have both. You just have to learn how to manage both. No one understands this more than me. And I already have regrets about time I lost with my children because I am a workaholic. And when I started my cleaning business 10 years ago, I was going through my divorce and I was determined to make it. And I had no choice at the time but to put the kids in all-day school, even my three-year-old. I took any job I could, even on the weekends if I had to. At that time, I was still managing okay, but then I got busier and busier. I got to the point where my whole life revolved around the business, and I still wouldn't turn down work, even though I could have. So fast forward to about year five into the business, And Sean was now working with me and we hired some staff. I was so focused on success that I was overworking all of us. I was exhausted at the end of the day and I had no energy or patience for my family. And Sean would have to drag me away from the house on weekends so I didn't work. I wasn't much fun at that time. So finally, about year seven, I learned how to cut back. We got rid of our staff, started turning away jobs, learned how to relax a bit. But then we started a small internet business, which consumed me. We're actually getting ready to shut that down now. It just didn't really work out for us. And of course, last year I started this podcast, which takes me about three or four hours a week to prepare a show. And then of course, I've got a few extra hours of emails and social media work. And I don't monetize the podcast. And then I started the doTERRA oils which I also don't make any money off of because I'm a terrible salesperson and I always give people the product for my cost because I feel bad. So lately I'm kind of back where I was five years ago, overwhelmed and overworked. And the only thing that really brings in money for my family is the cleaning business. So why am I telling you all this? Because I want you to know that I struggle too. I want you to know that if you are struggling in this department, you're not alone. I am in a constant battle with myself of trying to make sure I'm a good enough mother, a good enough businesswoman, a good enough entrepreneur. I don't want to fail at my business, but I also don't want my kids to grow up and say, well, mom was never around. She was always working. And they might say that. I don't know. I do work a lot. These days, many of us have to. And I feel guilty all the time about it. That's why I'm letting go of the internet business. And most likely, I'm also going to stop the doTERRA. Those things aren't making money for me. So I'm learning to prioritize and learning when to let something go. Don't worry. I'm not planning on stopping the podcast. This podcast feeds my heart. So it's important for me for other reasons, even though it's not paying the bills. But in my own journey with all of this... I found that I need to give myself a break. I found that everything doesn't need to be perfect all the time, but it is hard. I have to force myself sometimes to take a break. I know that was a lot of personal stuff, and I hope it didn't bore you. I don't usually talk so much about myself, but I thought it might help for you to know that I understand what you're going through. It is really hard to balance work and family. So today I'm going to talk about some things that you can and should do to make life easier for you. The first thing I want you to learn to do is take some downtime. I know what you're going to say already. How can I do that? I'm way too busy. But here's the thing. 
If you don't learn to do that, you are going to burn out. You don't need to be a hero. You need to stop feeling guilty for taking a break, for sitting down on the couch to watch a show, for taking a nap or a bath, for reading a book or going for a walk. How can you be the best parent you can be if you're depleted? You don't have to leave town for a weekend. I don't care if you can only afford 15 minutes a day. Schedule it in if you need to, but take your 15 minutes or 30 or an hour, whatever you have, and do something for yourself and learn how to not feel bad about it. And when you do this, you will be a better parent and you'll be better at your work. Next, have dedicated family time. This doesn't have to be every day. I don't have family time during the week. I'm working all day and then I come home and I have housework, helping with homework, running errands, cooking and everything else I have to do. What I've been trying to do lately is get all my work done mostly during the week so that on weekends I can enjoy myself. Of course, we have one kid weekend and the next without, but I find if I get my work done when I've got a kid weekend, I can relax and sit with them, enjoy their company. So what works for you? Usually weekends are best, but maybe you have a day off during the week. Make it a routine if you can. So every week, you know that day is dedicated to family time. And also, it doesn't need to be for the whole day. It can be just for a couple of hours. Some ideas, family game night, Saturday cartoons, Sunday movie, ice cream outings, going to the park. The kids will be more understanding of your work schedule when they know there is a special time devoted to them. And they'll also appreciate the quality time. And especially, they'll appreciate seeing you get to relax a little bit. Phone-free dinners. If, of course, you have sit-down dinners, many of us don't due to hectic schedules. But if you do, it's important to leave the phones in another room. Give your family your full attention. Business emails and calls can wait. Really, it's just 30 minutes of your time. If you're lucky enough to have sit-down dinners, it's a great time to connect with the family, talk about everyone's day, and also it's good for the kids to learn good manners. If they see you on your phone, they're going to think it's okay to be on theirs. Next, leave work at work. Sounds easier if you have an outside job in an office or something, but if you work from home or if you own your own business, it can be tricky. I'll tell you that's not something I can always do. In the evening, I get phone calls and sometimes have to go on estimates, but just do your best here. If it's something you can handle during work hours, leave it for then, or dedicate one hour in the evening to handle work-related things, and that's all. Mainly, try to leave the stress of work behind you when you come in the door. And that's hard to do if you've had a rough day. But your family deserves your best. If you have a hard time transitioning, and I know I hate coming home exhausted and the kids are running out to greet me before I even walk through the door, before I have a chance to settle in. But what you could do is establish a routine that allows you a chance to transition. So maybe set a timer and tell the kids that you need 15 minutes to settle in or take a shower the moment you walk in or go for a run. I don't know what works for you, 
but explain to your family that you need a transition time. And once you have that, you'll be ready for them. You'll have much more patience if you do that, and they'll get used to it too, especially if you keep the routine the same every day. So I highly recommend that. Next, delegate. This you will have a hard time with if you like to have control over everything. But I want you to remember that everything does not have to be perfect. Figure out what's on your agenda or task list that someone else can take care of for you. Your spouse can run an errand. The kids can help with laundry or something else around the house. If you try to take on everything yourself, you're going to run out of steam and you're going to end up frustrated and angry and bitter with your family because you're doing it all. Start off delegating things that you think others can handle. And as you get more comfortable, you can add more. Trust me, your family will appreciate doing it because they'll know it will calm you. Maybe the kids won't so much because they're kids, but your spouse will. And the kids need to learn responsibilities anyway. Make lists for your family and everyone should be helping around the house in whatever capacity they can. Next, use a calendar and schedule wisely. Just the fact that you have a blended family should encourage you to use a calendar if you're not already doing it. I refer to my calendar for everything, that and my lists. If you don't get organized, your life is going to feel like a mess. I use a digital calendar, but if you prefer the paper kind, that's fine too, or a planner. I like digital because I can schedule repeating events, which I need for my job, but it's even handy for things like visitation and kids' activities. You can color code things and set reminders. The more you schedule in, the better. Schedule everything, and it'll keep you on task. And for things that you don't need to schedule so much, just make lists for. Keep running lists of errands you need to run, tasks you need to accomplish, and a shopping list for what you need to buy. Do the most important things first. Sometimes you want to do the easiest things first because that gives you a sense of accomplishment. And I understand that. But you've got to take care of what's most important. So if you have a deadline on something, definitely do that first. Then go down your list and get other things done in order of importance. That way, if you should run out of time, you know that you've gotten done with pressing issues. Next, multitasking. It's not always good. I'm a multitasker, and I know that sometimes it works and other times it doesn't. Sometimes it's better to give 100% to one thing before you go on to something else. Otherwise, you could be just bouncing around and not really accomplishing anything completely. If you're working at the computer, you can set it to do not disturb, so you're not checking emails while you're working on something else. Minimize distractions, so turn your phone down, turn off the TV, whatever you need to do to make sure you focus on what you need to do and there are no distractions. And there are times when multitasking is okay, like making a phone call while you're cooking or something that doesn't require heavy concentration. But when you really need to get something done, stick to one thing at a time. And last, be patient and ask for patience. So be patient with yourself first. Don't expect perfection. Learn to let go a little. The world is not going to stop if you make a mistake or if you don't get everything done. 
And then ask for patience from your family. Ask them to understand that you're doing your best, that you're not perfect, and neither are they. Families need to work together. So that is what I have for you today. I hope that if this is a struggle for you or your spouse, that it helps you in some way. Like I said, I still struggle with all this. I don't know if I'm ever going to stop struggling with it. It's ongoing. And I think it's just something that working parents have to deal with. Stop being so hard on yourself. You're doing the best you can, and that's all you can do. Unfortunately, these days, many of us have to have two incomes to make it, especially blended families, right? We have extra expenses like child support, sometimes court and lawyer expenses, extra mouths to feed. It's hard. So hang in there and make sure you learn to balance work and family for the most fulfilling life. Do you have any ideas you want to share with us on this topic? Have you found a way to balance that works for you? Please share it by either emailing me or you can always join us in the Facebook group, which you can find at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. We've got almost a hundred of you in there, but I'd like to see more of you come on over. Don't forget to send me some questions if you want me to read them on an upcoming listener question show. And I'll be back next week with another topic for you and hopefully a Periscope soon. Enjoy your week, everyone. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.